0: Hey everyone, this is your friend Harmon. Welcome to another episode of Comedy History 101. We school you in comedy. We've been off for a while. Scott was at the Sundance Film Festival showing his latest film. I was at SF Sketch Fest doing the comedy. But we're back with a new episode. It's a two-parter on the history of the National Lampoon Radio Hour. Why should we care about the National Lampoon Radio Hour, says you with your listener voices? Well, the National Lampoon Radio Hour directly led into the first season of Saturday Night Live. Oh, that sounds kind of interesting. Yes, it is interesting. And without further ado.
1: You're Good thing about doing comedy in Russia, you have captured the audience. You're
0: so everybody so Comedy History 101 Was the infant Jesus neither man nor God, but merely one of the countless aliens that visit the earth each and every day? The answer? Yes, definitely. Take that
1: and shove it up the tube marked certainty in the fuzzy place called the Twilight Zone.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, all Uh. right, whoa, what you just heard Uh. there was an excerpt from the National Lampoon Radio Hour, which was actually, it was a a little segment they called Rod Serling Explaining the First Christmas, and of course, (laughs) we've been off for a while, but we're back and better than ever, welcome to another episode of Comedy History
1: 101.
0: Where we, we we do what?
1: We school, school you, you in, in comedy. comedy. Comedy.
0: I, of course, maybe you've forgotten because we've been off for a few weeks. Uh, I, of course, am of and, and course always years. will be Harmon Leon. And with me, of course, is and always will be Scott colonico Scott, how are you?
1: Howdy, Harmon. How are you? Scott where,
0: where have you been you've been to some places lately uh, wh- where did you crazy. just get back yeah, from no
1: I was I just premiered my new film at the Sundance Film Festival in Park City Utah uh, I was just there last week and now I'm I'm back across the pond on the other side of the pond
0: so let me get, let me clarify this it wasn't slam dance it wasn't smut dance it was the granddaddy of them all Sundance correct.
1: Yeah, it was, but I, I did. Oddly enough, I did attend uh, a couple screenings at Slam Dance because I uh, had some friends working there, so that was kind of cool. Stopped oh wow! There, did you have to go with like a, with a, a
0: a fake mustache? Like I'm just no, slumming no, it. Fun. Please don't, please don't mob me, people.
1: No, no. I <laughs> right, just want check it up on how
0: the little people are.
1: <laughs> no, I'm an alumni of Slam Dance, dude.
0: <laughs> oh really? Oh, what, what film did yeah. you show there?
1: I'm at uh, my Japanese monster movie. I'm also... I was in the FAC. I used to be in the FAC because I was the first person that had a film in Sundance and Slamdance the same year.
0: Wait, what's the FAC? What is that?
1: The FAC, The FAQ.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: you might want to edit this part out, dude. FAQ, yeah. oh, Thank you.
0: Or, or keep it in just to show that we're the humanized, the human side of us. That sometimes we we'll do don't this- know everything. <laughs> but what we do know, what we do know. Fre-
1: frequently asked questions.
0: Oh, right. Questions oh, LOL. <laughs> okay, uh, I should look that up in IRL.
1: IRL, IRL dude. Yeah. dude IRL in real life or we could we could do it in, no no that's that's or right. you could do that in IRL and IRC ah TBA yeah TBA <laughs> ASAP man
0: well, we we, we may not know the acronyms, but what we do know is the history of comedy. And what, once again, what you heard up front was a clip from the National Lampoon Radio Hour. Scott, when you when you when you hear the words the National Lampoon Radio Hour, what comes to mind? And it's a two part question: What comes to mind, and what past episodes of ours that can we also reference?
1: <laughs> um, well, it comes to mind, of course, National Lampoon recording a radio show in the basement of their building, and this actually this episode ties in. It's kind of like the, a lot of loose ends, not even loose ends, but it ties in a lot of the loose ends. Mm-hmm. We've got all our SNL, it's got we've got all our SNL performers on here, as well as as some of our uh, SCTV performers, all all tied in here by the uh, National Lampoon Radio Hour.
0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Henry Beard. Welcome to a very special National Lampoon Radio Show. Yeah, and again, this ties into past episodes we've done uh, on the road to SNL. What led up to the uh, the predecessors to SNL, which also included almost the same exact same performances uh, or performers um, that led to the origins of SNL. And in past episodes, we covered um, the Groove Tube, which featured uh, Chevy Chase. Mm-hmm. Does that feature
1: Chevy Chase? Yes, it did. Oh, okay. Yeah, then, no, yeah that was GrooveTube. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, was, was also YouTube, in Tunnel yeah. Vision as well, which 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 yeah. was also uh, featured Chevy Chase and had, like, John Candy involved. But the most influential uh, one, and again, this is all kind of leading together in the same era, was National Lampoon Lemmings, which was the live stage show. And, and that most directly ties into the National Lampoon Radio Hour because there was a lot of crossover there. Okay, first of all, I'd like to welcome you to the Woodchuck Memorial Festival of Peace, Love, and Death. But you mentioned, you know, all the performers um, of the National Lampoon Radio Hour went on to SNL. I don't see Garrett Morris in the cast.
1: Oh no, that's that's <laughs> that is sad. He wasn't car wash though.
0: He was, yeah. That's how he got. It. And also Lorraine Newman, who yeah. came from uh, the yeah. Groundlings. Well, in she M- was
1: she was a Groundling, yeah.
0: Yeah, so all these performers were uh, Second City performers pretty much. So just a little bit of a backstory, the National Lampoon Radio Hour was a comedy radio show which was created, produced, and written by the staff of the famous and infamous, depending on uh, what side of history you're on, of National Lampoon Magazine.
1: Yes, that would be correct.
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll edit that space of of, of <laughs> pause silence a little closer together. Dead air, man. It's just dead yeah, air, yeah. Dead man. air. You can't. You can't. This is a Scott. Scott. You know the the, the meeting of radio and podcast is is a dead air. Is 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 not the friend
1: of the meeting. Unless we're trying to be like ironic or like you know hipster, dead air.
0: Oh yeah, see see what I did there. I did yeah. I just did yeah. it. I did it right there.
1: Yeah. Um, so just some backup, some unwrapping, unboxing. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: you mean unbox products on on YouTube?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on, uh, yeah.
0: On. Yeah. Some, sometimes we digress. Uh, what would we that's, have? That's to That's
1: the beauty of it. That's, yeah. yeah. We beauty of it.
0: Um, yeah, you can check out our YouTube unboxing product series. And yeah. that's our um, videos. Yeah, uh, uh, teens watch us unwrap product videos.
1: (laughs) And react to it. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah,
0: then react to it. I know, I know. So anyways, uh, uh, we digress, but uh, just to give a little backstory, National Lampoon, which I think maybe we've already done like about five episodes that are somehow connected to National Lampoon, because we did the episode on the documentary, and I think the the biopic. Mm Mm-hmm. So, again, if you want to dive more into the history of the National Lampoon magazine, check out those past episodes. We highly recommend it. Um, But for those who haven't, uh, spoiler alert, National Lampoon was an American humor magazine, which ran from 1970 to 1998. uh, But though only about... Ten years of those, it was actually really good. Um, it came out of the Harvard <laughs> Lampoon, and the founders were one Henry Beard and Doug Kenny.
1: I would say I would say that it was probably pretty good up until probably the early eighties, and then then it, it began the inevitable slide.
0: What about so in the, the, in the late to, in the late aughts? When when they put out was, the book, National Lampoon Road Trip USA.
1: Well, other than that brief hiccup, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was just an inex- inexorable slide all the way off the charts.
0: No, I mean it's just like a lot of part of the downfall of National Lampoon is they just simply licensed the names to um, a guy who ended up going to prison, who yeah. I used <laughs> who I used to work for.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, yeah.
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I was in his office. <laughs> Um, He hired me to write a book. No, he didn't bring me to prison. No, no. Okay. But again, we digress. We're talking about the good days of National Lampoon, uh, where back in 1973 is when they started the National Lampoon radio show. And it was an offshoot of an album they put out. The first album was called National Lampoon's Radio Dinner, um, which I believe came out in, did that come out in 73, 72? I don't know. That was, uh, yeah. Um, So for it was um, uh, paired to do it again. The magazine was doing very successful. So they decided to do an album and it was called National Lampoon Radio Dinner. Um, The producer of the album was uh, Tony Hendra, uh, the British uh, 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 contributor. Uh, editor of National Lampoon. And he is paired with the legendary Michael O'Donohue. Uh, What do you know about Michael O'Donohue?
1: Uh, Michael O'Donohue, Mr. Mike, had a beard, um, fed fingertips of wolverines. Good evening. I'm Mr. Mike, inviting you to come with me into a world where the bizarre is commonplace and the commonplace bizarre.
0: Yeah. And then, uh, you know, again, as as we mentioned, you know, pretty much everyone involved with the National Lampoon Radio Hour went on to be part of SNL or the first few seasons of SNL. Uh, what I remember out of him was um, doing an impression of Tony Orlando uh, having large steel needles shoved in his eyes.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was uh, or somebody I think he would keep kind of changing that i think on this, that was on one of the episodes of Star live and then he did it in the radio show too you know
0: ed sullivan we kid him a lot but ed sullivan is one of the greats of this business and
1: in the cab on the way over to the to the studio tonight i had a funny thought what if ed sullivan were tortured and when i say tortured what i mean is what if steel needles say six inches long were plunged
0: into ed's eyes I I think it would go something like this. Yeah, so on the radio show, notably, uh, and again, we've talked about this before, was uh, I think the big thing of the National Lampoon Radio Dinner album. It featured a John Lennon parody where they actually took all the words uh, from a Rolling Stone interview and put it to music. And that album w- was actually nominated for a Grammy.
1: I resent the moment for your focus. Tell me what do you know? A lot of faggot middle class kids wearing long hair and trendy clothes. Look, I'm not your fucking parents and I'm sick of upside hippies coming knocking at me door with a fucking peace symbol. Get this back I
0: don't know your fuckers anything and all I got to say is fuck you.
1: Yeah, and this, that, that's, that's just to double, just to uh, make sure we got our facts straight here. That is National Lampoon Radio Dinner re- released in 1972.
0: Thank you, Scott. Thank you. Because we because if, if, if we would have posted that, Without a retraction. Do you know how many angry comments we would have gotten? Could you oh maybe well, could you know, maybe tell us what to, what someone would say?
1: What would, they, what would they what would they what would they where would they tweet at if they were really angry at where at, at what would be the Twitter Co- it, so it,
0: it, it's it's our Twitter, Comedy History One O One, but I think it's uh Comedy Hiss One O One because we were limited yeah, we by the it. too long. Yeah. We shortened it a bit. So yeah, yeah they would have tweeted things like Oh, please, please. You call yourself yeah. a history of comedy podcast. <laughs> I say you are a mystery of comedy podcast. <laughs> <We're 'Cause> not, <laughs> I don't know why you're getting your facts. That would be one of them. One of the angry comments yes. we, we would potentially get if we didn't retract mm-hmm. it right there. Yes. Yeah, so that album once again it was nominated for a Grammy. So they decided to do a follow up out of them, which was going to be uh, and and was a parody of Woodstock, uh, which was called Lemmings. Uh, the the tagline for Lemmings Dead in Concert. So the premise of of uh, of uh, recording Lemmings, they were they were going to do a three night show in the Village. Um, And again, we have done a full episode on the history of National Lampoon Lemmings, which, again, launched John Belushi and Chevy Chase and Christopher Guest. They're just going to do a three night show, record it and put it out as an album. Um, The show was so successful. I think it ran for like a year and a half and was nominated for all those big awards that shows get nominated for. And again, I don't know, just. Listen to the past episode on Lemmings.
1: Okay, okay. <laughs> you know,
0: I think this yeah. is this episode is just really kind of an infomercial for all our past episodes.
1: <laughs> but um, and if you call now, you'll not only will you get this episode,
0: <laughs> but Lemmings are so popular, and uh, sort of M- Michael O'Donoghue was sort of left out of the equation that uh, Maddie Simmons, the uh, the the owner. Of, uh, was he the owner, Maddie Simmons, or just the head, uh, 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 senior editor? I think it was the Uh, the owner. Publisher.
1: Yeah, he was the owner. Yeah, he was a publisher. He was a publisher, so he kind of pulled the strings, but he just kind of let the guys do what they wanted to do.
0: Yeah, so, um, basically, you know, um, they gave, uh, Tony Hendra had a fight with Michael O'Donohue because uh, Tony Hendra ended up sleeping with Michael O'Donoghue's um, girlfriend. And oh. so Maddie Simmons uh, or Michael O'Donoghue went to Maddie Simmons and he demanded that Tony Hendra be fired. And Maddie said he didn't want to get involved. But what he would do uh, in his place was give Michael O'Donohue the National Lampoon Radio Hour.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't disagree with, I don't
0: disagree. <laughs> so you, 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 you have no qualms with, with, with all no, that no information? Not at
1: all. Yeah, yeah pretty so, pretty good deal.
0: So basically, the National Lampoon Radio Hour ran from November 17th, 1973, to December 28th, 1974. Um, there, there, there are some performers that you, you, you the listening, you, the comedy history one-on-one audience, uh, might be familiar with. Scott, do you want to tell them like some of the name performers well, that yeah, we're on? Well, yeah,
1: sure. No worries. Yeah, we get, the, we get the usual suspects. We got Gilda Radner, John Belushi, Harold Ramos, Brian Doyle, Mar- Murray, brother of Bill Murray. Bill Murray... Br- brother of Brian Chase.
0: Doyle Murray.
1: Yes, and then we also had uh, others such as Ann Beats who'd go on to write for SNL. Uh, Christopher Surf, who contributed music to Sesame Street. Uh, yeah, but and also yeah. another
0: <laughs> another thing. He was uh, um, son of, of is it Bennett Surf, like the famous. Is like, that
1: that's th- is he the the inventor of the internet? <laughs>
0: no, no, you're thinking Al Gore. <laughs> no, no, okay, no, no Bennett
1: Surf. Did something he did like did he do the he did the hold on, you keep talking, I'm gonna go back because he did something with the TCP IP stack, I think. Um uh, no, anyway. he was <laughs> other... a, he was a
0: big like comedy humorist, like in book form, like in the fifties. Um and I right, believe we'll he here, had please. something to do with the founding of Random House. And just a footnote, man, it's just like all these people have come from like ver- like Gilda Radner was from a very wealthy background. You have Christopher Guest, is like his dad's like a baron. And uh, you know um, Christopher Surf, uh, yeah, his dad was like part of like the founding yeah, his, his, of Random House.
1: Yeah, so his dad found a Random House. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But he's he's like a yeah, a famous yeah. And again, I yeah, contributed music to Sesame Street. Uh, Richard Belzer, who you never really think about, but was also in the the what was it the Channel One Theater that turned into yeah, the movie in Groove Two. He was
1: in the. Yeah, he was in the groove tube. He was in the really long sketch that we both hated.
0: Yes, the, but the you drug, don't think that that one. you don't think of. I mean, he's, what is he on Law and Order, CSI? One yeah, of those.
1: Like, like, he's like conspiracy <laughs> guy now, or something like that.
0: No, he's a serious actor. You know, on on yeah. the, you think of him as like crime drama guy. Uh, but yeah, he exactly. was very instrumental in just the early like SNL and in just in that whole scene with like Belushi and chevy chase you know just like because he was not only a performer on the national lampoon radio hour but he was also a writer on it as well
1: yeah i mean i think the other person that's really interesting is Christopher Guest, who most of our listeners will know from spinal tap and um also from uh snl you know in the mid 80s um but also his brother was a huge uh kind of uh Socialite writer in New York, as you were pointing out, he uh, would hang out at studio fifty four and wrote a book about that, so yeah, and also he happens to be a lord in the House of lords in- yeah and
0: Anthony Hayden guess who if if yeah. if if you happen to read the back cover of an upcoming book, you will see a quote from him uh in that book. Happens to be my book. So yeah. He's 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 yeah, he's a great guy. He's really nice. Uh he's come and done my storytelling show. Um and again, part of what we do here at uh Comedy History One One is make sure we name drop when we have those yes. names. To drop.
1: <laughs> Yeah, and the, if, while, while we're on that, if I, if, I could, if I could point out this one thing, uh, Harmon, that yeah. somebody left us a, a comment, I think, one time, that Christopher oh, yeah, Guest yeah. did not, he did not, in fact, direct Spinal Tap. That was Rob Reiner.
0: Of yeah, the, that's right. It was just had, like, uh, where we got mistaken on that is sort of uh, the movies that Christopher Guest would do, which follows, like, Best of Show and Waiting for Guffman, were very... Spinal Tap-esque in the sense that there was heavy on the improv.
1: He, pro- he probably could have done Spinal Tap, and maybe he probably did most of it, but I think Rob Reiner was the guy who had the pull at the time. Yeah. yeah but, had more pull in, in Hollywood than Christopher Guest.
0: And here's how it ties in together, is Rob Reiner came to a, a uh, showing of Lemmings, which uh, featured okay. Christopher Guest.
1: Okay, okay, but he just showed up, because I'm sure there are a lot of people that went to, you know, because it ran for a year.
0: Oh, yeah, but um, he went on, and then on the first season of SNL, he was one of the hosts,
1: uh, yeah. Yeah, he was. Yeah. So,
0: he again, uh, he, he went to see Lemmings, and Christopher Guest was in it, and, you know, Christopher Guest starred in Rob Reiner's first movie.
1: And I think and I think he used to either date or be married to Penny Marshall, who recently passed, Bob yes. 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 Their yes, house yes. was like the literary house of the in the '70s in Hollywood.
0: Yeah. What you're saying is um, the radio show was actually recorded at the National Lampoon. They actually built a studio at the offices of National Lampoon magazine. I I did a little Google search. I was trying to find out where their offices were. Did you happen to come uh-huh. across that? Like no, what, what no, streets I'm sure in New York?
1: Find it. I don't know. You should we should you should go by and take a picture of it.
0: Yeah. It's probably not there, but. Uh, I mean, yeah. something's there. It's New York. I something's there.
1: Yeah, it's New yeah, York. Yeah,
0: it's probably a Shake Shack or something,
1: <laughs> or like a burrito stand.
0: Oh, a bad burrito stand because they make shitty oh, burritos shit. here. Just just a oh, side man. note: I had the worst nachos I ever had.
1: I uh, saw the I saw the picture, man. Uh, it, it outraged me. I
0: was outraged <laughs> because I, I paid actually, like. I t- uh, What's that? <laughs>
1: I know, I was just gonna say on the same subject. No, you finish your not your I'll balance it out. You finish your story.
0: Okay, not only bad but expensive.
1: <laughs> really? How much?
0: Um, it was like fifteen dollars. But you know, nachos uh, it's just it's a simple thing.
1: No. They were it just is.
0: putting all this like like green peppers in it and what the yeah, fuck? You don't need that much. Nachos. I man. <laughs> yeah, what yeah. what story what bad food story is? I was do just
1: gonna say on the on the to, to counteract that. Here in Berlin, I did actually find a non ironically really good uh, burrito place that I've verified with other Texans and who has, you know, assured me that it is, in fact, a good burrito.
0: And not a Swedish sandwich?
1: But not a su- Swedish sandwich or a, or a Peruvian pork chop. A good burrito. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, just a side note. Is this. Maybe that's the subtitle of this episode is side notes, because we've been off for a while. I was in San Francisco um, performing at SF's Guest Fest, which is a great festival. We, we, We did 13 shows, really good. But the first couple of days there, all I ate was Mexican food. To the point where, after the first couple of days, I couldn't eat any more Mexican food.
1: <laughs> oh my God, that's a lot, dude. Right.
0: I just went crazy. Like, uh, the first yeah. couple of days, like, oh my God, it, it was so good that I just kept eating it. And uh, to the point where I was full.
1: <laughs> yeah, I kind of I went back to the same burrito place in, in Park City a couple of times. because so I was like, all right, I need this.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, I think what we called, what we just did there, was called digressing.
1: But it's all right. It's all part of the podcast, dude.
0: So, Scott, no one one I think happens right here? No, I don't. I don't. Um, That ends... What? Oh, spoiler alert. I'm going to tell you. um, That ends part one of our history of the National Lampoon Radio Hour.
1: So, is this like a cliffhanger? Like yeah well like video. a
0: cliffhanger, But this ties in because originally The National Lampoon Radio Hour Lasted mm-hmm. yeah. an hour Right uh, Originally Comedy History 101 right. Used to last an hour But much like the National Lampoon Radio Hour It got scaled back to 30 minutes um, We are following suit And scaling our show back to 30 minutes And uh, but, but we will be back next week With some of our favorite sketches from the National Lampoon Radio Hour, and, 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 and no spoilers here, we will tell you what happened to some of the main performers that appeared on National Lampoon Radio Hour, such as John Belushi and Chevy Chase and, and Gil Rander. because you won't know what ha- where do their careers go after this. We don't know. So with that, it's time to plug away. Scott, what do you have to plug
1: well, Harmon, as you mentioned earlier up, up front on the show, uh, I have a new movie out that just premiered at Sundance Film Festival. It's called Everything You Want to Know About Sudden Birth, But We're Afraid to Ask, and hopefully... Be taking that on the festival festival circuit in the near future. Other than that, Harmon and I do another podcast called This is a President, where we talk about all things presidential and it's funny. You can find that wherever you find your favorite podcasts.
0: Oh, yeah. And so, you know, for my plug-away this week, I am simply going to plug the podcast Comedy History 101. Be sure to check us out on iTunes. Check us out on our site, ComedyHistory101.com. Check us out on Instagram. We, we post pictures yeah, every not? day from the history of sure. comedy. It, it, well, I'm not on Instagram. I, I don't ch- like websites. Oh, that's okay. No, we got that well. covered, too. Uh, you can check us out on our Facebook page, Comedy History 101 Facebook page, or nice. also on Twitter, Comedy Hiss 101, where we post mm. we post shit every day. So be sure to subscribe, comment, uh, tell your friends about us. And until next time, thanks a lot for tuning in and bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. You're stupid. Everybody's so stupid. Good thing about doing comedy and you have captured the audience. You're stupid. Everybody's so stupid. Comedy History 101.